This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back. What an hour we got ahead. Mm -hmm. Al, I have had a philosophy I have employed on this station for over 30 years. Okay. A attractive woman and a guy who's a friend, the man always wants more than a friendship. Okay. That is always true. As a result of that philosophy, mm-hmm. I put together an extremely happy couple nice. that is about to get married. Uh, and they will be on later in the hour to thank me for putting them together. There you go. Because oh, I, nice. on the air, in public, acknowledged Al something they had not done. Okay. That the guy in this friendship wanted way more than a friendship. Mm-hmm. Now, soon, they will have children. Well, we don't <laughs> And I'd love to really? believe you know in some way. You jump forward a little. I had a little bit to do with that as well. Very little. Very little. Anyway, on the line right now is a guy who knows everything going out of the NFL. He is brilliant. He has also covered both the Eagles and the Giants in his past. From the NFL Network, our good friend Mike Garofalo. Hi, Mike. Wait, so hold on. So he wanted more than a, than a friendship. What happened? She just decided she was out of options, and that was her best one left. I mean, I, I need to know the full story. Um, Mike, for uh, I'm going to try to get to the bottom of that. But when they okay. came in, this woman was a Phillies ball girl, and she was beautiful. Uh, and the yeah. guy, nice looking guy, was there, and she said, "No, no, we just been friends for years." And I went, "Well, no, that that's not the way it works. <laughs> that may be what you think, but it's not what he thinks." Eventually, I think I broke down that wall, and then they got together. Well, that's your next career, Ange. I can yes, see it Yes, it is. But anyway, Mike, let's talk about First of all, I want you to understand, we have employed, starting today on our show, an expedited review system. So if any mistakes are made, <laughs> we'll break in. Mike, when did this thing come about? Because it all took us by surprise. They overruled quite a number of plays. Was everybody ready? Did they know this was about to happen in the playoffs? Well, no, they 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 instituted it a couple of years ago, and, and I didn't understand it at the time, and and I still don't understand uh, why sometimes the expedited replay will fix things, and other times the coach is going to have to challenge it. Yeah, uh, I, I and I did because the, the whole point of it was to keep the flow of the game, to not have all these stoppages, uh, and to be able to fix it without the the official having to go to the monitor. And I, I again, I asked the question. I said, "Well, how are the coaches supposed to know when to challenge and when not to?" And we had. One of those, I believe, it was in the, the, the game last night, the Cincinnati game, where it was running down to the two-minute warning. They went to break, uh, and I can't remember if they expedited it or the coach had to throw the flag, but if not for the two-minute warning, he was going to have to make the decision quickly. And I, I, I like it. I'm fine with it. I, I just, I'm, I'm having trouble figuring out. And sometimes you see the coach, he'll spike the flag down because he's pissed because he's like, why are they not fixing this for me? Yeah. I, I, we all, yeah, so... It's a little confusing, but I, overall, I, I like I like the fact that it keeps things moving. Well, they did overrule a, a, a I would say in the course of all these games, maybe a dozen, and they were right every time. It proved to yeah. be right. I went, well, was this available during the season? Because I would like them to review the Goddard face mask. They still have it called. Uh, they, yeah. Did they have it? Well, they could have done this during the year. Or there's certain plays they won't review. 
Yeah, unfortunately, they will not, whether it's Coach's Challenge or uh, a, a, an expedited re- review, they won't throw a flag. And, and we tried that a couple of years ago with the pass oh. interference. Okay. That didn't work out. You know, it's just the, the, the problem is when you get into that, we're being officiated, this game's being officiated from above, uh, virtually, uh, by someone who's not on the field. It just opens. And I understand that you're sitting there saying, it's so obvious, why can't we just fix it? Because it's, it's the Pandora's box. Who knows what's going to follow beyond that? So uh, when, when they can do it objectively, hey, foot was in bounds, foot was not in bounds, first down, not first down, uh, they'll do it that way. They got a lot right. All right, let's get to this big one Saturday night. You have covered both teams. What do you think of Giants versus Eagles at the link Saturday night? What are you feeling about that matchup? I'm feeling, and and I don't know this for for a fact, but I'm feeling like the Eagles are probably saying, oh, wow, we, we would have preferred one of the other teams. Because you've got a Tampa Bay team. Yes, they've got Tom Brady and a bunch of good players, but uh, they've been really sluggish to open the season or to open games the entire season. Uh, they've been falling from behind. Everybody's expecting them to just click, and I haven't seen it. Then you got a Cowboys team that, yeah, there's talent there, but you, you got to feel pretty good about your chances of playing against them, being that you beat them uh, pretty badly in, in your own building. And uh, a couple weeks ago with Gardner Minshew, you almost had them beat. Yeah. Um, okay. This is a Giants team that is not as talented as some other teams, but just doesn't make mistakes. The entire season, they are so well coached. Uh, they don't beat themselves. They force the other team to beat them uh, to, to lose the game. Uh, they've done a great job of putting Daniel Jones in a position to succeed and minimize his mistakes all season long. Mike Kafka, the offensive coordinator, uh, and head coach Brian Dable have done a really nice job of that. Uh, they're good defensively. They're going to pressure the heck out of teams. That's what Wink Martindale does. Uh, and Saquon Barkley uh, has been phenomenal. And yesterday there was some kind of extra motivation or it's just knowing it was the playoffs uh that guy just would not be denied so um yeah i'd be a little nervous i mean i understand the giants handled them uh in metlife stadium but saquon was injured going in they didn't have uh him fully that game and uh it's actually one of the poorer games i've seen them play it, it, it's a tough matchup Ange. all right well here's the thing ruben amaro reminds us that our coaching staff very young last year yep. got smushed in the playoffs in the first round and Dayball, those guys, they coached a tremendous game yesterday. Mike, do the Giants at the coaching level have an advantage here? No, I wouldn't say it's an advantage. Um, I, I, I like the way that Nick Sirianni and his coaching staff have, have done things. That's the one uh, thing that's really surprised me about him is everything I've heard is how organized things are, how well the operation runs, how smoothly uh, it runs in the way that they're efficient uh, uh, going through their preparation week and their game planning. Um, and, you know, Dayoff, I don't have a lot of complaints about him and his game management. I really don't. Um, I know that there are complaints about Jonathan Gaddon, which I don't understand. Angie, I know you've had a few uh, of your own. I know you'd like <laughs> them to be more aggressive. How much time do you have? You tell me when your next break is, because I'm sure he's going to blow through it if we get into that one there. But uh, No, I'm not getting no. into it, but he hasn't done a good job. But. No, but I will say on, on the Giants' end, Brian Dable is a first-year coach, yes, but this is a guy that's been an assistant coach on Super Bowl-winning teams, on teams that have been incredibly successful. He worked with Belichick. He worked with Nick Saban, and he's done a really nice job of taking a little bit from everywhere he's been uh, and implementing it in his first year as a head coach. I think they're doing a heck of a job up here. They really are. All right, let's talk about the tale of two quarterbacks because they both went into this year, Mike. Not certain they'd be starting quarterbacks by the end of it, and now they're they're both breakout stars. 
Um, how did Hurts and Daniel Jones get so good this season? Was it yeah. the coaching? What was it? Yeah, well, let's start with Daniel um, I, because I, I took a, a, a beating and in the summertime, and I'm wrong a lot, so I'm going <laughs> to chirp when I'm right, Ange. Um, I did a thing on Good Morning Football. We did a, a segment, which uh, new coach and quarterback combination is really going to excel this year? And I took Daniel Jones and Brian Dayball. Uh, and my co-host uh, for the day, Michael Robinson, loves to uh, corner me at times, and he he could not stand Daniel Jones coming into the year. He's saying, so you're saying this is their franchise quarterback? I said, all I said was, Daniel Jones is going to play better this year because of Brian Dable and this coaching staff, and he's going to set himself up to be the starter for the Giants in 23 and beyond. And that's what he's done. And the reason I felt that way is because he started to cut back on the mistakes previously. He made a ton of them, but you could see it start to slow down a little bit, and I just felt like this coaching staff, what they've done – uh, what Dayball did with Josh Allen, what Kafka did and with Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes, they were just going to put him in a, uh, a position to succeed this year and play smart, and they really have. And the other thing is their targets, uh, they're they not anywhere where they need to be from a roster talent standpoint at the skill position. So the fact that he's been able to do what he's been able to do uh, with these guys uh, has been incredible. As for Jalen Hurts, you know, I, I, he he surprised me to the upside. He did. Coming in, my, my thing with Jalen Hurts was he works too hard. He's too level-headed. There's no way he's not going to improve as a passer. The fact that he's made such a jump this year uh, has truly been incredible to me. I give that dude all the credit in the world uh, because he's, he's evolved not just as a, a dual threat, as a guy who can beat you from the pocket. He's done a great job. Now, how healthy is he? That's the question. He's not going to be 100% for this game. That much is clear. You just need to make sure he can do what he needs to do and take the hits that he needs to take to play the style of football that he plays. All right. I, one last thing, Mike, because I mm. you know the inner workings of football better than any of us. Mike, I'm getting the sense that you don't think this is a great draw for the Eagles and that they're ripe for a potential upset. Am I reading it right? Yeah. Well, yeah. The, the injuries got me a little bit worried and maybe a little flat late in the season. So, yeah. Wow. Mike Garofala, I mean, I, I, a wake-up call to Philly this morning. South and, Philadelphia is not going to be happy. No. Well, <laughs> you got to find a way, too, if you're yep. Nick Sirianni, uh, with the layoff and the fact that Hurts had only played the one game out of the last three. and just that, You've got to find a way to manufacture some game-type situations in practice this week. Let's see if they throw on the pads or whatever. Um, I, I just I, you, you don't want to come out flat, so that's the biggest challenge for him and this coaching staff this week. Let's see if they, I, I think. First of all, I think it's going to be a fantastic game. I see a last possession for somebody here. <gasps> Call me back later in the week. I'll get, I may I may have a pick on this one. Oh, well, I can't now because <laughs> wow. you gave me a nervous tick. I'm like <laughs> nervous. Mike Garoppolo, NFL Network. Mike, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. You got it, Al. That was a wake up call. That guy does this for a living. So do we. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forgot. And we're experts, of course. <laughs> right. Oh, well, hopefully he doesn't know it yeah, like we don't know it. Hey, but, it, but he's uh, – uh, the thing with Hurts is yeah. like it, yes. now, now it's gone the other way. It's like I've never seen anything go from, oh, they're making believe he really is healthy to like within two days, oh, my God, now he's really – Yeah. Like, no, he – let I, me I, tell I just, you, I, he I, will I, be I, at least I, 90%. No, I will tell you, yeah. if the line is eight or yeah. above, he's healthy. It was well, right seven now and a it's half, seven. and it went to it seven. It went to seven. It opened so what are you saying now? That's too soon to tell. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know either. Let me bring in somebody who does. He is the voice of our, our fan base, Mark from Mount Law. Hi, Mark. Good morning, Angelo. Are you nervous? You just heard uh, Garofalo. Are you nervous, Mark? 
I'm uncomfortably numb, Ange. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ange, the Eagles didn't play yesterday, and yeah. I was depressed watching that Giants game. I just – listen, Ange, I've been calling you for years, and, you know, I, I would like to be like Shirley and wave the pom-poms. But I got to tell you, man, I just don't know how good our Eagles are anymore. And I do know one thing. I'm watching the Giants. They have major confidence. They look polished. Uh, Daniel Jones looks like a whole different quarterback. My God, the guy is good. Yep. And Barkley looks like he's comfortable behind the offensive line. That offensive line now is really looking good. And the other thing is uh, those no-name wide receivers – they look really good. Ange, this is a scary-ass game. I, I agree with you, but people are telling me you're gauging it against a very bad Vikings defense and the Eagles will not do what the Vikings did. Is that, does that calm you down at all, Mark? A little bit, because I know they are ranked 31st. Right. But a hostile crowd, you know, they walked in there, and my God, Minnesota got the first touchdown, and man, the place is going crazy, and they just looked as if they were calm and easy and no panic, and there is something to be said about that coach. I mean, he comes from Buffalo, and um, I, I, you know, I was talking to Joe Wechter, he just educated me on something, you know? Um, I was all excited about the seven and a half, it gave me a little comfortability, they have a seven and a half in Vegas. Well, guess what? That's New York people that are that are betting. Yeah, that's, that's the true. reason why that number's so high. No, and it came um, down half you and a I, point. Listen, you be honest with you. Be you be honest with me. How are you feeling? I'm terrified. Yeah, Rhea's I knew already you told be. me to get We're, another me, dog, and I have a fine dog. <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm nervous behind the couch. Mark, this is a scary. I'm watching their coaching staff, and I'm going. They may have an advantage there. Their defensive coordinator, Wink Mundell, is aggressive. He blitzes. He goes after you. That's yes. I, that's what I want my guy to do. Dayball, that, that you know Dayball, that big butterball on the sideline, he's freaking out half the time. I find it charming. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, can, I can only just tell you this, man. I mean, they, the Eagles just don't look like that team they did six weeks ago, wow. and the Giants don't look like the team they were six weeks ago. Yep. And the problem is they're peaking, we're fading, and I don't know if you can just flick a switch. Well, I don't Mark, know if you can just do that. This was um, a wake-up I know we're call. playing at home, yep. that, but uh, it's, it's going to be really a tough game, Ange, and let's just hope that they can win it on a close low-scoring game. Our defense is better than the Vikings. Let's that hope so, Mark. It's clear. But you and I both know, man, Darius Slay and Bradbury have not been Darius Slay and Bradbury. You're the right, same Mark. guys. They haven't been. Mark, I'm and up against key, it here. Brother. You have given your city a wake-up call today, Mark. That is, I agree with everything you said. Thank you, my friend. I'm very disappointed it, in you. No, I'm sorry. He is speaking the truth. No, I'm disappointed in you. What are you <laughs> disappointed in me? I'm going, to, I'm going out after the show and getting a, a young you, canine. You need another dog. <laughs> I am I going to get another dog. Well, it's time I got a poppy. You should probably get an older one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no doubt. You're not a poppy. I want a dog, Al, make that'll it, give me a five-year deal. Yeah, you don't want a dog that's going to outlive you. Two on five. Oh that segment there was a little on the negative side, but yeah. it was uh. it, it was realistic. We are we may be facing a problem here, guys, and we got to win this game. It's not a walk in the park. Ah. Uh, 
215-592-9495. I see a lot of scurrying out there, Ava. Are they here? They are here, yes. All right, the lovebirds are here, Al, which I put together. We will have a slight digression there and then right back to the action in here as we, uh, five days from now, the game that will decide whether they go to the NFC Championship. This is big stuff. WIP Sports Time 817. Thank you, Joe Ector. That's a perfect leader. Mm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, over the course of many years here, mm-hmm. I have made many, many, many stupid comments. Yep. Will you, com- <laughs> will you confirm that, Al? Absolutely. And you'll do right to the end. But I have been consistently right about one thing. What is that? There is no such thing as a friendship when the woman is gorgeous. Uh-huh. The man always is hoping for more. And many years ago, I met a wonderful ball girl named Mackenzie. At the time, Al, she was 22. Yep. She came in with her platonic friend, Sam. Platonic. And I was here, and I met them. Mackenzie, say hi to everybody. Hi. How great is it that Ruben Amaro's here, because he hired you as a Phillies ball girl (laughs) a long time ago, and you were one of the best they ever had, correct? So you know, Ruben helped you in your career. Absolutely. Ruben, do you? He saw your ball that girl skill. All right. And <laughs> Sam was here, and they were just platonic friends out. Right. And then at the, la- at the end of a uh, conversation we had, I made a comment. Mm-hmm. And here was the live comment I made all those years ago. Can I tell you something? Just as kind of between us, the guy that you're with here hanging out with, he would love to actually date you. All right. Thanks, Angelo. Advice from Uncle Angelo. I guarantee it. Uncle Angelo, you're great. I've been around yeah. the world. Your uncle can tell you, right? Your creepy older uncle, hey, he has intentions. <laughs> now, Sam, you were there that day. Sam, say hi to everybody. How you doing? Sam, when I said that, did it register with you that I was right and you always had different intentions with Mackenzie than just the friendship? Oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, my Uncle Andrew's got my back. <laughs> All right. Mackenzie, you had no idea. No, we were just friends. This is stunning. I, I'm always amazed by that. All right, yeah. so now let's go forward. When did you then take it beyond the friendship, Sam? When did you make the move? Honestly, it was like that week after. And then that following weekend, we had another wedding. You were there. I attended by me. accident, Al. I <laughs> really? attended this wedding because a very close friend of my, of my wife, Gail. Lisa Costanzo, and you were at that wedding. That was your first date. I didn't even know. (laughs) Did you see me at the wedding? I I pointed to her. I was like, look who's over there. All right, get right in front of that mic. People don't want to be. And you, did you tell me that this was a real date? You did didn't we? tell me. I don't think, I don't you, think told you told me. I think they were. Here's what I need to know. Okay. Mackenzie, yeah. on this first date at the wedding, did he kiss you? He did. Next level! Next <laughs> nice, level! Nice move, Sam. All right, now, from that point, how long did the courtship take? How many years? It's still going on. No, I know it is, but now you're engaged, right? You're engaged? Yeah, it's, what, six and a half, seven years? It's been seven years now. Wow! All right, yeah. that is, you let this mm-hmm. breathe. <laughs> All right, Sam, when did you know it was the moment? When did you pop the question? It was last February. Okay. And, uh... She's a doctor, so it's tough with her hours. She came home, had the apartment decked out. She was just like, sh- I don't even think she ever said yes. She was so blown no. away. No. <laughs> I definitely said Did yes. you sense it was coming? Did you go, all right, This uh, I think he's getting serious here? I had no idea. I was finishing residency, so thinking that maybe it would be a little longer. But I came home. I was in my scrubs, and he was down on one knee. 
Wow. No doubt in your mind, though, is yes, right? No doubt in my mind. This is so great. Al, give me some credit here. Well, you finally did it. It took, what, 30 years? <laughs> it took you about 40 different yeah, shots had, at Let it. me be honest. I had a lot of misfires. <laughs> oh. A lot of them. <laughs> yeah. All right, so it's March is the wedding. This whole thing is really happening. Are you happy? Yeah. Couldn't we, be happier. Really? Mm-hmm. All right, now you had... All right, when I met you, you were not a doctor. You were a ball girl. I was. I was applying to medical school. I yep. just, I think I just started my first year of medical school. Wow. And what kind of doctor are you? So I'm internal medicine. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a catch, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Sam, you hit the lottery. And you waited till after residency to get married. Good for you. <laughs> Good <laughs> All right, now, Sam, now I'm getting a little concerned because, wow, she's gorgeous and a doctor. What do you do? My family business, we do window shades for window commercial shades. buildings, so all it's the high-rise in the city. Yeah, Nice. Do you think, and again, I'm not trying to pry here, do you think there might be a family in the making somewhere along the way? Absolutely. All right. Now, when we do this, again, I'm just <laughs> offering you a thought. Somewhere in that baby's name, there should be maybe a little Angela. <laughs> Yeah, he you actually know, I'll even that. if it's just like the middle Angelique name or something, right? Something Angel. like Angel, something like that. There should be some acknowledgement that I put this together. Yeah, that's not actually. Uh, Sam says that all the time. Yeah, he does. I mean, or you yeah. can just say Jack Sammy, for Jack. Tell you something. I like you from the day I met you. <laughs> you guys are like kindred spirits. Nah, you're throwing shade all the Sam. time there. <laughs> I am. You know what I feel like right now, Sam? I feel like your wingman. Oh. Like I, I was looking out. I, do you believe? Got my back. How, how many times did I tell people this that? Perfect, no, this, ah, this is perfect. This is amazing. It is amazing. I it am is. so happy for you guys. Very cool. Is Thank this you. cool? Now, are you, are you, uh, you must be Phillies fans, right? You're a Phillies ball girl? Yeah. Eagles Die fans? Hearts. Absolutely. Oh, look, he's got the Eagles. Yeah, he's, he's ready to go. Fire I love this. Eagles week. Al, this is my favorite couple. Yep. Of oh, all the perfect. couples, this is the one. Mackenzie, I can't thank you enough for being open-minded and taking what some people would have took as an insult that I'm getting too involved in your personal life. Uh. And Sam, <laughs> Sam, thank Sam, you. Al, I'm Sam's hero. There you go. <laughs> Sam, look at look uh. at what I helped you to do. We finally got the <laughs> dreams and dreams and nightmares. It's unbelievable. <laughs> is that, guys, I couldn't be happier for you. This is so cool. And, Ruben, you're probably going to the wedding because no, you oh, hired him. Oh, no question. He's <laughs> going to the sure, wedding. I'm sure I'm going to get invited. No I doubt. love that. Guys, I'm thrilled for both of you. Thank okay. you. You have made my career worthwhile. There you go. Because I put you guys together, and you will carry on the tradition of great Philadelphia sports fans. Thank you so, Thank much. You so much. How cool is this? Yeah. Al, I love it. Yeah, cute right. couple. Aren't they a, aren't yeah. they a great couple? Like oh, Alex Morgan. Beautiful. All right, yeah. listen, uh, Cindy, we need to get a photo out so people could Come see on. this couple because they are going to have gorgeous kids. God bless you. What kid? Are they going to have good? You know what if you have two of them? Name one Ruben. You finally did something right. <laughs> finally <laughs> did something right, Al. Let me understand. Go. It was totally accidental. Yeah. I didn't actually do it. I said this a hundred <laughs> times over 30 years. The one time it stuck, it's right here. There you go. It's beautiful. What nice. a story. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, side man John is on the line. Hi, John A. Good morning. Good morning. You're a little too negative. I understand you're approaching the end here. You might be a little hesitant. but I'm nervous, John. It. John, embrace I'm nervous. It. Are you nervous? Well, of course. It's one and done. I mean, it's the NFL. You're not beating... You know, Chicago to get to the Super Bowl, you got to beat a good team. Right. But if the, e- the Eagles, if it's an even game, no turnovers, 
we're the better team. Giants play their best. We play our best. We win the game. That's the bottom line. That, John, that, the, has, to, that has to happen. The thing you said about turnovers, it's what's blowing my mind about what happened with Doug Peterson. You can't turn the ball over that often. Josh Allen in Buffalo, two interceptions and a horrible fumble, and they survived those mistakes. Yep. I don't want us to go near there, John. We got to make sure that there's it's a clean game on Saturday night. Clean. these games it's fresh in my mind and I'm kind of and then you know what else happened Ruben Amaro came here and he was talking very negative early in the not show negative just no, realistic no you would you were saying you should be concerned here the yeah. the Giants looked very good they should be staff. concerned absolutely in a playoff game you are absolutely. implying that their coaching staff might be ahead of ours it could be there you have it see John that's the problem I'm dealing with Ruben no, went I'm to Stanford. Can I ignore his intellect? <laughs> no, yeah, but I made a lot of mistakes, man, but too. I'm not buying the coaching staff thing. The All right, Giants team control the clock, keep the offense on. That's their strength, and that's how you want to beat the Eagles. But, Gannon, what's the number one thing you want from a defensive unit? I want turnovers. Well, turnovers, but that—but I mean, points per game, is that important? Oh, uh, yeah, it is, but I need them under 20. I don't want to try to get more than 20 points. Well, we're, we're number one in the league in points per game. Okay. Yards per play, third in the league. Okay. Everybody talks about we got to blitz, got to get pressure. We have 10 sacks more than the next team in the NFL. You can Let's throw the stats John. out. You John. can throw the stats out for playing. No, but games. there's something throw else. John, That's the fine. crowd. You're the crowd. You are one of the leaders in the crowd. It's an eight fifteen Saturday night. All right, John. What time do you start the tailgate? One o'clock. Wow, that's well, a long tailgate. That's... I'll be in the street earlier than that. Probably eleven o'clock. All right, but will will there be alcohol? Will you be drinking your team, your group? Of course, you have to pregame the pregame. You pregame in the street, then you pregame the tailgate, then you get to the game, and we got three wins. Two sounds wins like, away. To get like, the, to the all right, Super so Bowl. The, the the people will be well oiled by eight <laughs> fifteen. Will that make it a louder and rowdier crowd, John? The crowd, you can't question our crowd. We got the best fans in in sports across the board. We'll the crowd that. will be ready. That won't be an issue this week and hopefully next week. All right, John, give me somebody from New York you can't stand. Somebody from New York. You can't stand him. Here's the list so far. Listen, Al, give us the list. Donald Trump, Mike Francesa. <laughs> I'm not sure this guy's from New Mike, York. Mike, go ahead. Bill Sims' son. Oh, oh, Chris Sims. That's a great one. Yeah. Oh, John, stay online. Al, give me the whole list a. right Rod, now. A-Rod, Michael Strahan, Keith Hernandez, Rudy Giuliani, Giants fans, and Chris Sims. All right, Giants fans not going to do it. Chris Sims is a good one. All right, uh, guys, again, nothing but success. Let us know how you're doing because the next show will still feature Rhea. She's very interested in all the people that we hooked up. Right, Rhea? <laughs> you did one couple. Uh, Sam, you're a hell of a guy. You're <laughs> a great you guy. Much. And Mackenzie, God bless you. Wow. Thank you for what having a, us, yeah, Good luck. Well.
And she was a fine ball girl, right? Very good. Was yeah. she good? Uh, good she, undergrounders she or more was the an line excellent drive? Excellent representative of the Philadelphia Phillies. You had a good time there, huh? Yeah, it was amazing. How many ball girls became doctors? Ooh, I don't know, but um, yeah, but the the choices that they made with the ball girls—they're terrific. I yeah, mean, they're all just—they're—they're they're educated. People. They're great. They're great uh, young ladies. Guys, great success. Have a happy life. All right, uh, 841 is the time right now, ladies and gentlemen, and I need a minute here to express the frustration I feel when I endure, well, for me personally, it was like 16 hours of football Mm -hmm. over two days. You endured it? Isn't it fun? Well, it's fun in the game itself. I love the game of football. I saw some terrific games, really great stuff, but impeding my enjoyment consistently uh-huh. with the broadcasters who yeah. were doing these oh games. Oh, my God. Al, are you with me on this? These NFL broadcasters, uh, they make it harder to enjoy the game because I, they just, in the case of Tony Rodema, he, they no, just he, yeah. never shut up. He actually got better this year. He got better. He re-improved. He didn't sound drunk uh, yes, this time. I will give him... <laughs> I will give him credit that he actually was okay this I year. I think somebody read him somebody a riot act, man. I yeah. guess. Yeah, he was better, but still not good. Yeah. All right? Moose Johnston. He can't even dress. He wore dresses worse than me. Oh, He's my so, God. The hoodie it's a little, with a little a, crazy. A pocket thing. Yeah. Everything <laughs> is a speech. Yeah. All he does, a guy gives you the play, and then you get a speech till the next play. Yeah. Why does anybody? And most of it is so freaking obvious. I don't need to hear it. Well, they're paying him to talk. So unlike <laughs> me, some of them take I it guess. as like the responsible to do it. I did not hear Cullingsworth last night, but I'm positive he was horrible. I did not hear that. I guarantee you he was bad. I guarantee you they were better last night than Al Michaels oh. and Tony Dungy were. Al Michaels. Oh. You're taking me to the thing I need to say. And this is not easy for me, Al. The man is an icon. It's a legend. Somebody he's tell what? Al it's a miracle he's still working. Thank you, Al. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting Al support. I did not expect this. Oh, it's so All bad. Right? I got to tell you, Al Michaels sucked a life out of the game he did. It was unbelievable. Now, here's the thing. This, this is the first thing I don't understand. So Al Michaels, even though now he's on Amazon, he still does an NBC game. Yeah. They made sure he was getting one playoff game. Uh, well, yeah. But they didn't bring the partner from Amazon, no. Kirk Herbstreet. Yeah. They brought somebody in who doesn't do color analysis, Tony Dungy. I can't even. I love Tony Dungy, but not in that role. I don't like Tony. Tony Dungy is bland and boring in that role. How are you boring on that game? Oh, he was boring. <laughs> it was awful. Uh-huh. And it's an amazing then, comeback. So it's, it's so twenty-seven nothing. Yeah, yeah. And Al Michaels is in a bad mood. <laughs> yes. And Al Michaels is going uh, talking about the uh, overtime rules, and he goes, "Well, we won't have to worry about it in this game." Ooh, He's yeah. dissing the game. A few weeks ago, he went crazy on a bad game he did and just ripped it apart in the game. He said, "I'm not here to sell a used car." He said this on the air. Yeah, and I, I think that the first half just slowed him down. No, then you get to the end of the game. It's a thriller. Yep. Mm. The great comeback by Doug Peterson. The fourth down chances he took. The brilliant decisions he made. Mm-hmm. And they're lining up for the field goal. I want you to hear how he sucked the life out of what, for me, this weekend was the single best moment. Doug winning the game. Listen to his call on NBC. Here we go. 
for the win. Here we go. Got it, but there's a flag down. There's a flag down as everybody's running out onto the field, but there's a penalty marker. And they call it on the defense. Unbelievable. Uh, that, it, that is unbelievable. What is unbelievable is he never made the call. No. He, he never called, called that is unbelievable. play. Got it. The, the guy's a high guy's a <laughs> Hall of Fame broadcast. We never it. even told you they won the well, freaking you hear, game. You hear it's the hard. official saying, that, and that's the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was unbelievably brutal. Got it. And then, I, it just so you know, way of comparison, here's Frankie, uh, oh. I, I got to get his name right, Frankie Frangie. Of the Jaguars broadcast. This 36 the- yarder from the right hash to win the game. Logan Cook will put it down. Riley Patterson. Cook puts it down. Patterson's kick is up. The field goal is good! 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 The Jaguars have won it! The Jaguars have won it! They have come back from 27 nothing. To win the game and move on. Al, how do you go from do you believe in miracles to there's a flag on the field? Got it. Uh, well, how I do guess- you go from the, the most iconic call well, maybe in the history of broadcasting? He doesn't even call it. The, he uh, is 78 uh, years old. Hey, do me a favor. Uh, 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 get Just quit. Would I, you please quit? I, Al Michaels, you're so done. Tell I, him, Rube. I'm not going to jump out, Michael. It was not a good call. It's terrible. I guess he went no, to No, he's done. He ruined the game. He's a cr- gr- grumpy old man. I guess he went to Amazon, figured he could mail it in. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice, Al. <laughs> the right. only thing in did Amazon that s- did, did not deliver. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and did you see that? It was, Al, it oh, was, he no. was awful. No. Three and a half hours of awful broadcasting. Al Michaels has Al responded Michaels. to criticism. Yeah. Oh, he has? I, I, I handed that really? to you. It's um in the New York Post. You know, yep. Andrew Marchand, they're, um, I guess oh, he's their sports uh, broadcast. He says he thinks criticism of NBC's wildcard broadcast with Tony Dungy is quote unquote internet compost. Mm-hmm. He called it manure. Yes, he thinks it missed oh. a performance. Yeah. You're going to love his excuse. It missed a performance that emphasized the game over oh, commentary. Give me a break. The game, you didn't even tell me who won. Here he we go. Said, he does. Got it. No, what? You missed it. He says. Got it. Got it. That's it. Got That's it? it. I got, I, I got, God. got it. I didn't even the hear that. Right, hold on. Let me hear if he said got it. Here we go for the win. Here we go. Got it, but there's a flag down. <laughs> got it. Got no. it. Got it. <laughs> Got it, but there's a flag now. I missed it. Got it, but there's a flag. Got it, but there's a flag. What are you kidding me? (laughs) Makes it worse. What the hell is that? And they call that compost? (laughs) Al, somebody's got to tell you, let it be me. It's over, pal. Get out. Oh, my God, was that bad. Give me an early game. Uh, Ava, give me an update on the question. We got a new question, too. That people are already not happy about. Brought well, to I'm you by sorry. Ar- it's my job. <laughs> Brought to you by Armin Chevrolet. Looking to buy or lease a new Silverado? Armin Chevy is your Silverado truck headquarters. Find new roads at ArminChevy.com. How confident are you that the Eagles will beat the Giants in the playoffs next weekend? 53% very. Uh-huh. 40% somewhat. 7% not at all. Very moved up. It did. 
It did move up. Yeah. Correct. The next question, Al, is critical to ask on a week this important. Right? Oh, no. Yeah, it's a no-no. Who is a better NFL head coach, Doug Peterson or Nick Sirianni? I almost Cricket. want to. Cricket. I almost want to put Brian Dayball in there too. Uh, nah, leave it that uh, way. Wow. P- I, no, this is Al. The last time we had a real shot, it was Peterson. This time we got Sirianni. Who's oh. better? Well, Peterson. Thank you, Rhea. <laughs> I think you're doing a little revisionist history at the end of Peterson's tenure here that okay. we were all really unhappy with him and no one wanted his offensive and defensive coordinator. Am I right? You got Sirianni? No, because Peterson won a Super Bowl. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> you're arguing in that. Uh, Ruben? I, say, I like to mess Peterson with you. because of the Super Peterson. Bowl. Thing, I, like, I, like, I really like Sirianni. Peterson needs to win this. Ava? Peterson. There you go. Peterson should win. Now, when we did this last week with Reed, Peterson got 92%. Yeah. Peterson got 92% over Reed. Yeah. That's a good sign. It's because he won it. That's why I kept trying (laughs) my luck with this one. Pretty simple. (laughs) On the line with us is my favorite principal, Principal Patty. Hi, Patty. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. How are you? All right, Patty, let's get our uh, plan put in place here. We got the- Let's get it in place. We got the kids Friday. Let's have the kids Friday. We're getting pumped up. All right. So what will be happening at Holy Angel School this week? All right. We'll all be in our attire. We'll be uh, When we say our morning prayers, we'll be mentioning the Eagles. And we'll be so fired up by Friday. And we have no doubt that they're going to win this game because we are the hungry dogs. All right. So you're thinking that we're going to kind of go back to the themes of five years ago, right, Patty? You know what? I think who wants it more is going to win the game. And we have Jalen, and I think he wants it more than anyone. All right. They are big fans of Jalen Hurts at Holy Angel School. Huge. Huge All right, so uh, how many – listen, Patty, I'm not criticizing you. I know you have a busy school. But for this one, I need the entire school. Oh, no, we're doing the entire school. We're going to do a pep rally. So this will be like how many kids? Uh, 200, 150? 185 kids. All right, 185 kids. We want them. And Patty, they've gotten better and better at that fight song. So yeah, I need them. we are good at the fight song. We'll be practicing. You're going to really nail this one, right? We're going to nail it. We're going right. to nail it on Friday. 845 Friday morning, right on this show, 200 kids singing the fight song. If Holy that, Angels has the Eagles back. We you're the you. best, Patty. You're the best. Okay. Thank you, sweetie. God bless you guys. Let's Thank you. Eagles. See you later. Bob's up from Egg Harbor. Hi, Bobby. Uh, good morning, Angel. I, I got an ominous feeling about Saturday. You do, all right. Now, this is I'm glad people are calling with this on a Monday. I'll just five days to work through this. Why the yeah. ominous feeling, Bob? What are you thinking? I think Mr. O'Mara hit it uh, right on the head. Uh, momentum. Giants have it, and we don't. We got to. Banged up quarterback, a banged up Lane Johnson, the secondary that hasn't been playing up to par. So doesn't look good from my perspective. All right, so if you had to bet, it's seven points the Eagles are giving. You would bet on the Giants if you didn't have a Rudy Gittress. Yes, I would. Wow. Rube, who, which way Ooh. would you bet? I would still bet Eagles. But I would still you, be the Eagles. You but do I have concerns. concerns. Yeah, but He's I, got I, concerns. I think, that the, I think Patty had a good point. Jalen Hurts wants to win so badly yeah. that he is going to do everything he possibly can, regardless of his injury. Yep. He's going to do everything he possibly can to win this game. Isn't it great that we got a guy like that? He is on stupendous. Side? Yeah. He is the perfect Philadelphia athlete. I love everything about that guy. When you were looking 
for players to sign, to acquire. When you were drafting guys, how hard was it to find people as committed as what you see for Jalen Hurts? It it is hard. It's a hard thing to it's a hard thing to study and and to see how they would react to be that type of a person. But it's all about leadership. It's all about uh, wanting to win. It's not about me. It's about the team. And if you have that combination of talent and the want to, uh, as as Charlie Manuel used to say. It's a, it's a beautiful thing, and that's what Jalen Hurts is all about for me. Bobby, I need somebody you hate from New York. I was going to say Giuliani. I guess I'll go with John Gotti. Oh, he's dead, isn't he? John Gotti? All right, uh-huh. put him down now. There were rumors at one time that they thought he was buried in the end zone at the Meadowlands. No, wasn't that no, uh, the other uh, guy? That's Hoffa. Hoffa. Jimmy yeah, Jimmy oh. Hoffa. I do get the mob bosses yeah. mixed up. <laughs> Rocco's on the line. He's not a mob boss, but he knows about him. Hi, Rock. Hey, good morning, sir. Rock, what are you feeling? Are you going to be there Saturday night? i got to deal with a situation first since ooh. you brought up mob bosses. Oh, oh, what do you got? Adrian crossed the line when he came after my boy, Jason. Oh, okay. Ad- he did attack him. That's correct. Adrian, with the girl's name. After the Eagles beat the Giants, you have to show up to Players Lounge at Chicken Pete's wearing a Giants jersey, carrying a sign saying, I'm a Giants fan who lives in Philadelphia. You want the world to know that he's a turncoat. Yes, and I'll be there to make sure that he walks the whole place. All right. I seriously Mm -hmm. doubt he would do that, Rock, but it's certainly a good thought. Well, he's a Giants fan. All right, right. hold on, Rocco. I want to play something for you, and I want you to react to this. Uh, This is a group of New York Giants after they won the game yesterday, a bunch of their fans. And again, I believe, Rhea, do you recall exactly how John Johnson described the Giant fans? Oh, got slack-jawed. Hold on, I actually have their thing. Yeah, go ahead, Johnson. Slack-jawed, claw-handed Pudgy New Yorkers. All right. So, uh, Rocco, listen to this and please respond as the spokesman for the Philadelphia Eagle fan base. One down, three to go. One down, three to go. Let's go. Keep it going. Oh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, we coming to town. Yeah. All right, Rocco, would you like to respond to that? New York, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> Going, Rock. Rock, give me somebody you hate from New York. Ah, uh, man. It would be easier to ask me who I don't hate. But uh, let's go with uh, Mayor de Blasio. Oh, de Blasio, Al, that big guy. He was a big, tall guy. Is he still the mayor? No, he, he's oh. out. Oh, but he was. Out. He was a controversial mayor who got in a lot of problems. Oh, there aren't any of those. All right, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) during the last couple of minutes, uh, the enemy has infiltrated our studio. All right. Uh And I will be putting them on the air in just a few minutes. Uh, Al, my own grandsons and my son, (laughs) Neil, Dylan, and Chase. All right. They are all Giants fans. Not good. And I'm going to put them on the spot a little later in our 9 o'clock hour. I'm going to ask them if they're rooting for the Giants, knowing that it would bring about a premature end to my radio career. 30 years ain't premature. <laughs> no. <laughs> Two, <laughs> nothing premature. Well, Al, I could go a couple yeah, extra okay, weeks. Well, yeah. <laughs> 215. You remember, all that money I'm earning, they someday will inherit. 
It won't be long, guys. Kids, you're going to be making a big financial mistake here. 215 592 9494. When we return, Shield Capadia.